to a new edition of Wrestling POV Podcast. I am your host, the third wheel, Rick Serrano III, along with Wrestling POV Global host, Elio Canella. What's going on? And, of course, our intern, Miguel Cole. Hello! What the hell is going on? Alright, yo. What is going on indeed? I mean, I'm in the driver's seat, guys! Yes! <laughs> Woo! Got my respect that I deserve. And it only took a poisonous fruit cup to keep Tony Diaz out of this seat. I mean, wow, man. Tony Diaz, I hope he gets better, man. Yep. This man, he, he ate some poisonous fruit. He had a fruit cup. I don't know if it was fruit cake or something, but he had a terrible allergic reaction. He is okay, and that's why I'm making fun of him right now. Um, he's at home sleeping. It just really knocked him out. He had rashes all over his body. So wow. all love and prayers go out to Tony Diaz. Yep. Um, it doesn't sound like love and prayers. It sounds like you're making fun of him. Uh-oh. Well, uh, yeah, a little bit. But yeah, we love you, Tony, and we hope yeah. you get back soon. Feel better soon. But that doesn't, ex- yeah, that doesn't explain why Mimi Goody isn't here, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a, like, what the hell? I mean, I, she's seeing WWE superstars now, so I guess she gets away with that kind of thing. <laughs> Lucky for not, for us, we get the former wrestling POV champion, Elio Canella. Elio, you in WPOV headquarters again? I'm in WPOV headquarters again, yes. Uh, the former wrestling POV champion, no thanks to Miguel Cole, who conspired against me. Hey, 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 why don't you leave my name out your mouth? I'm not coming after you anymore. You're a loser. You're not a champion anymore. Okay. Okay, then. Listen, can we all just get along for this episode? Like, Elio, I can, can you just apologize to Miguel? Alright, Miguel, being the gentleman, I apologize. Okay, and being the puppet that I am, go fuck yourself. <laughs> alright! Wow! Wow! I mean, I am sorry, Elio. Alright, there we go. Alright. Let's get along for this episode, okay? Alright. Alright. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard, Elimination Chamber was this past weekend, and man, was it crazy. We have a new wrestling POV champion in first time ever, his first time to ever play, and he won the championship, Elio. Andrew Teaster from Missouri won on his first try. I mean, Elio, you've played a lot. I mean, you and me, we're both three-time champions, along with Wilfredo Cruz, Three of us are three-time champs Yep. to win on your first time ever. How difficult is that, Elio? That's quite difficult. Wow. Yeah, and, and he, he ran away with it. And our interstate champion, I mean, we used to make fun of him all the time. Cousin Jay. 
with the second place finish. I think he has the most titles in wrestling POV history. He's the first ever Grand Slam champion as well. Wow. That means he won the WPOV champion, the Interstate Championship, the Overseas Championship, as well as the Rick Serrano the Turn Award. Oh, wow. <laughs> so this guy is just racking them up. I mean, and hey, at least we've never had the Doodle Award. Am I right, Elio? Yeah, you're right. And, of course, our overseas champion, Arturo Cardenas. Congratulations on his third-place finish for the Elimination Chamber. WWE pay-per-view points game. Crazy. But we can't continue until we announce our Rick Serrano, the turd award recipient. And that, ladies and gentlemen, goes to Rick Below in Florida. So that award flies in. On the overnight red eye from London to Florida. And you know it's human in Florida. So, whoo-wee. <laughs> does that ever stink? All right, Miguel, can I get a sound effect? Hell no! I'm in the driver's seat now, baby! <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, I guess uh, no sound effects today. Because <laughs> we don't have an intern. Yeah, damn right you don't. Our sound effect All intern right. is taking the night off. <laughs> All right, don't push your luck, Elio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, um, let's get into, before we get into the Elimination Chamber, Raw Notes, SmackDown, Breakdown, NXT POV, let's get into the poll of the week and hater comment of the week, shall we? Let's do it. All right, this week on the Wrestling POV Facebook page, we put up a poll. Not really a poll, but a, one of those say your own phrase. And this week it was, don't you dare be sour, clap. And feel the... And you guys put in your answers. And uh, Josh Andrews puts sweat dripping from Biggie's chest onto your own. Oh, no. That's just wrong. That's just nasty. Um, Our champion, Andrew Tisa, put... Don't you dare be sour. Clap and feel the cowardice. Wow. Okay. Um, Yeah. Don't know. Um, yeah, that wasn't funny. Why so, uh, are he spelling dice? Oh, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What? Uh, I don't know. Um, all right, he's the champ, so we'll, we'll give him a pass on that yeah, one. He gets but a I pass. Think, yeah. Um, Cora Cora Teglis wrote, "Don't you dare be sour. Clap and feel the sunshine." All right. All right. Yeah. Someone someone likes the sunshininess. All right. Um. Paul T. Phillips wrote, Don't you dare be sour! Clap and feel the flower! <laughs> Listen, we got a lot of groovy people out there. We got sunshine, we got flowers. I see this. <laughs> we, have a Jay Hobble. we have a Kofi push. Yeah, we got Jay Hobble. Don't you dare be sour! Clap and feel the Kofi push! Um, After Elimination Chamber, I don't know. Maybe not. But Jay Hobble from London, England with the Kofi push. He wants to see it. A lot of people want to see it. And we will definitely get into more of that later on in the show. Cousin Jay wrote, Don't you dare be sour. Clap and feel the WWE slowly losing its fan base and ratings. <laughs> oh, wow. That's uh, detailed. Little, that's the detailed that, one. Yeah, that's very detailed. Uh. <laughs> All right, with that one. And last but not least, from Instagram... On our Wrestling POV 1 page on Instagram, Tony Montoya wrote, Don't you dare be sour. Clap and feel the shower. It's a new day. Shower up. 
All right. Okay. All right. Someone's feeling a little dirty there, huh? <laughs> Um, that one sucked. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but it wasn't that good. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm going to go with the the hater comment. It's not really a hater comment, but just a corny comment. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with our wrestling POV champion, Andrew Teaster, with the cowardice. I don't get it. Neither do I. It doesn't make sense. So, Miguel, can you do the honors? Okay, Andrew Teaster, hater alert. Well, you heard it there. I mean, Andrew, what were you thinking? It was terrible. It was terrible. I mean... Coward I mean, I, I, dot 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 dice. Cow- coward ice? Cowardice? I mean, I know it means coward. And, uh, I don't know. what. Maybe, Andrew, if you can like write in and let us know what you were thinking when you, you wrote that, maybe we'll take you out of the hater comment of the week. But for now, you are the hater comment of the week. All right, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for some birthdays. No? Nothing? Miguel? Nothing? Elio, can I get a Yahoo? Yahoo. All right, that sucked. All right, so for some birthdays this week, we got uh, Antonio Inoki, famous Japanese wrestler, turned 76 years old. Wow, okay. Well, now, Elio, I mean, you and me, we both work with senior citizens. And TJ Logan and Tony Diaz. <laughs> I mean, I think they're almost the same age as Antonio. Um, so we don't really know so much about Antonio Noki, but we just know that he was a physical specimen. And when he hit you, he hit you hard. Yep. Um, next up, we got Brodus Clay. Somebody Ooh. call your mama. Wow. Turns Clay. 39 years old. 39. Wow. 39. You think we ever see him back in WWE? <laughs> I don't think we'll see him back in WWE. Maybe on Fox News every week. I mean, he's... <laughs> I mean, why would you go to Fox News? <laughs> we don't want to go backwards. We want to move forwards. <laughs> oh, man. Next up, I spit in the face of those who don't think I'm cool. Carlito, Caribbean cool, turns 40 years old. 40, wow. Now, Elio... <laughs> 40 years old. Do you think we ever see Carlito back in WWE? I thought that, I thought I heard some, some news about that he might have been uh, coming back uh, like a while back, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know if we will. What would you like to see Carlito do if he was to come back? I could see him um, coming in uh, as in a managerial capacity with the, for the Colognes. Wow, really? You don't think he got it to go back in the ring? Well, maybe uh, do like Doing a uh, double, like wrestling and uh, managing. All right, I can see that. Yeah. You know, like a little, like like what Paige was doing. Yeah. With Mandy and Sonya. Yep. All right. Interesting, but stupid. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and last but not least, Gail Kim turns forty-two years old. Wow, Gail Kim. Okay, cool. I mean, I saw that smile, yeah. Elio. You got a little crush on Gail Kim, huh? Well, I like Gail Kim. Yeah. I'm- just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. All right. I mean, you, you don't you don't have to be a gentleman anymore. When you're on this show, you can be a little dirty. Yeah, you know what I'm just a little bit. All right. With that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the perfect ten. Ty Dillinger has requested his release from WWE, and it has been granted. This this bothers me, man. 
because I really felt like he had a future with the WWE, and I guess, I mean, for them to release anybody at this time, that means they weren't planning on doing anything with them. I think they were too focused on that whole Perfect Ten gimmick of his. Yeah, I mean, it became too much. You're right. It it became too much of a gimmick. Yeah. And the focus was always on the 10-10-10. But the guy could wrestle, Elio. Yeah, he could wrestle. It's just uh, that that became his focus. Like, that's what uh, he was known for. Like, oh, number 10 in the Royal Rumble or number 10 this. And, yeah. And it just overcame him. Uh, Yeah, I I see what you mean there. So, Elio, where's he going? AEW? Uh, That's a good question. Um... AEW is a possibility. I don't see him going to Impact or anywhere else. In oh, hell no. no I, like, um, honestly... Possibly Impact. I mean, possibly AEW. AEW, right? Or Ring of Honor, I can see. Ring of Honor, I don't I see him see, going yeah. to Japan. Um, And the thing is, he's dating Peyton Royce. Mm-hmm. So, I don't see him leaving the country to go to New Japan. I mean, you don't want to... I mean, it's a new relationship. You don't want to leave your boo. You know what I'm saying? Right. Alright, and speaking of Boo, Charlotte Flair is dating Andrade Cien Almas. No, come on. Yes, I, 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 I saw that that piece of news on um earlier I think it was yesterday and I was I was looking for who, who the person was. Yeah, Andrade wow. CCC. I mean That's I mean right listen there. that that's shocking. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think Andrade spoke English, but I think Charlotte speaks a little Espanol, you know what I'm saying? I mean... No, I speak Espanol. Oh, I mean, you speak more than me, and I look it. Me, yo hablo Espanol, I got familia in Mexico. Oh, well, there you go, Charlotte! Hit up Elio, he's in Toronto! He'll keep you warm! Right? So, I mean, this is crazy, man. I, I mean, that is... That is the most bizarre... I think that is the most bizarre relationship I've ever seen in wrestling history. And there's been a lot of bizarre relationships. I mean, can you think of anyone that's just... That tops that relationship? None. And, uh... No, none. I can't think of anyone. Yeah, I mean... that That's just... That's just crazy. Um... With that being said, speaking of crazy... Chris Helms... Four... Is going to be playing Hulk Hogan in a Netflix biopic. I gotta see this one. I mean, what you gonna do? <laughs> Put him on the Barbie? <laughs> what the hell? You're gonna play the immortal Hulk Hogan, the American of Americans, with an Australian? Oh, I, I gotta see this one. You know, I am just as upset as anybody when they see a white person playing an Egyptian. I'm sorry. You don't put an Australian to play the American, you know, the ultimate American Hulk Hogan. Just, w- what you gonna do, governor? Like, what the? It just seems uh, like such a miscast role. I don't know. I mean, he's big, but he better get that brown tan. I'm not playing games. Right? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I think this week that's going to be our poll. Um, what are your thoughts on Kangaroo Jack, I mean Chris Hemsworth, playing Hulk Hogan? I'm going to say right now, hell no, and I haven't even seen seen it yet. (laughs) Oh, man, that is crazy. I mean, Miguel Cole would be a better Hulk Hogan. You're damn right! What you gonna do? That was terrible. Cole Mania. Cole Mania. Okay, stop sucking up, Elio. (laughs) All right. All right, now this, uh, let's go into rumors. 
Um, probably the biggest rumor of the weekend, and I call it a rumor because we still don't know the facts. So apparently, Corey Graves and Carmella are an item, you know. And something's been going on with them. And Corey Graves' wife, who he has three kids with, went on an Instagram tirade and just blasted Corey, saying that he's cheating on her with Carmella. Corey Graves snaps back saying, you better take this down or WWE's going to sue you. Now, when you start talking about suing you, I can't believe the things that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> Don't you agree? Like, once you bring lawyers in, it just messes up your whole argument. But, and then uh, she deleted her account. Yeah, and then she goes and delete. So, he goes to the lawyers. She deletes. It's hard to tell who's telling <laughs> the truth here. Um, and then uh, Corey Graves claims that they've been separated for almost six months. She's going crazy and stuff like that, and I just don't like to hear this. You know, it's like it's a lot of gossip. We sh- go ahead. I think there was uh, something about uh, also Kevin Owens' wife as well, some a similar situation or something. Yeah, you know, somebody tried to go on and say about how uh, try to bring out all wrestlers cheat, and Kevin Owens' wife was like, "Nah, don't bring my man into yeah, this." Yeah. Take <laughs> what? And it's true. You like we don't know their relationship, and Kevin Owens and his wife. Like they're loving, they they're together for a long time. They have almost they have two three kids together. Like don't don't gossip about people's relationships. Um, honestly, I think Corey Graves went about this the wrong way. He should have just stayed quiet, should have stayed off social media, should have not texted mm-hmm. or anything. Um, but damn, what a rumor yeah. that is! And then I people mean, wonder why I don't like wrestling fans in 2019. When you yeah, like, well, there you go. When you like see them like commenting some of the stupid things they say. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just listen, guys. Like we say on this show, we're all having fun. We will make fun of you, um, and it's all in fun. Yeah. Um, but some of the people that we get commenting and, and not just on our show, but I, I see on other pages, social media pages, mm-hmm. some of you guys are really disrespectful. Yeah. And there's no there's no call for that. So please. Give respect to get respect because, again, this is all entertainment. It's all about having fun. And we're here to give you the news as we get it. You know, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. We're not perfection. You know, we're not Mr. Perfect out there. We make mistakes here and there. And, uh, unfortunately, we make the fewest amount of mistakes here at Wrestling POV, where you can catch us every Saturday on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. For free, make sure you check it out, and don't forget to check out Elio Canella, the gentleman, my co-host for the day, on every Wednesday on Wrestling POV Global, along with the legend TJ Logan. Every Wednesday, they go over all the wrestling outside of WWE, indie wrestling, New Japan. They go over MLW, Rev Pro, NXT UK. ROH, Impact, they do it all, even when Lucha Underground returns, if it returns. They cover it all every Wednesday on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify for free. Wow, we work hard here. Rest of POV Podcast, President, give me a raise. Give Elio a raise. Give, you know, give Miguel Cole a raise. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I work really, really, all right, that's enough. Oh, my goodness. All right, Elio, you know, let's go into what happened this weekend on the Elimination Chamber. All right, so let's All right. see. Let me pull the notes up so I can follow along here. All right, yeah, so uh, on the kickoff show, first of all, Sam Roberts on the kickoff show. Oh, no. He looks terrible. You know, I'm not a fan of Sam Roberts at all. I don't... I mean, I don't think anybody's a fan of Sam Roberts. I don't get this and, guy. And you know what? And because of the his Chia pet beard... And his Chia Pet look, 
You know what we're gonna do, Elio? If you agree with me, I wanna put Sam Roberts' Chia Pet look in the book. <laughs> yeah, Sam Roberts' Chia Pet look needs to go in the book. Alright, with that being said, Sam Roberts' <laughs> Chia Pet look! You just made the book! Alright, and it's just that simple. I mean, you make the book, that's it. I mean, he looked terrible. I mean, what was he thinking with that beard? I mean, Elio, I mean, I have a nice beard. I mean, from what I can see, you, you got your little stubble there. Yeah. But, you, you know, if you have a curly afro like that, you don't you don't do the same beard. I mean, come on. I mean, he should do a mustache. I mean, you all, if he had a mustache like yours, Miguel, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I think everything will be great, yeah. All right, so on the kickoff show, we open up with the WWE Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. Yes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, I think the Cruiserweights got to get off the kickoff show. I don't think they get appreciated enough for what they do. This match was off the hook. Elio, what you think about this match? Yeah, anytime, um, any Buddy Murphy match uh, is definitely entertaining. I, I enjoy his uh, matches a lot. But uh, on the kickoff show, no, like, uh, they need to give these guys, like, a spot on the main show, not kickoff, like, because I don't think many people like to enjoy the kickoff because it's, first of all, it's way too long. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, the, the kickoff show is way too long. Make it a half hour. Give us a 20-minute match, 10 minutes of talking. You don't need it. I mean, geez, like, uh, back, like, around... Back like in the 90, 96, 97, they used to do that uh, WWE free-for-all thing. It's like 30 minutes, that's it. Exactly. You know what I would like to see, Elio? I'm going to tell you this. Instead of having a kickoff show, why not have Sunday Night Heat? Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sunday Night Heat. Yeah. Exactly. You know, bring it back. Bring back Sunday Night Heat. I hear voices in my head again. Oh my goodness, Mr. Rick, I hear them too. You know, you know, when you're doing a show like this, you, you get a lot of interruptions here. I mean, Elio, I mean, I don't know if you heard those voices, but I heard the voices. I heard the sure. voices, too. I, okay. was, I had to so, check my computer. I thought it was on my computer. All right, so here. I'm not crazy. All right, I'm no, not crazy. We're, we're, we're right. Randy Orton. We're hearing voices in our heads. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, next up, we had a, a cool little thing with uh, Kevin Owens um, getting pizza, talking about how he's going to be watching the show. Yep. What do you think about this new Kevin Owens that we've been seeing? Are you excited for his return <laughs> um, as this Kevin Owens, or do you want the old Kevin Owens back? I think they could have uh, done uh, the old Kevin Owens as a face. This new Kevin Owens, I don't know. I, I want. I'm gonna give it a chance. I want to see where they go with this. But I, yeah, I yeah. just don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, like when he dropped the camera, he's like, "Oh, I dropped it. Oh, I caught it." Yeah, <laughs> that was like, a little weird. What? <laughs> And Elio, uh, going back to our rumors, a little bit of a rumor here. Kevin Owens rumored to be the one to face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. What do you think about wow. that? That would be a good match. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing it either. I just don't know how it fits in, you know? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, like, how, would a they, lot how would they build up to it? Yeah, that, that's a little weird, and we don't have a lot of time, man. Like, WrestleMania is like six weeks away. Right around the corner. So, yeah. But we'll see. But the next up, the matchup, the WWE... <laughs> Women's Tag Team Championship Elimination Chamber match Sasha Banks and Bayley versus Tamina Nia Jax versus the Iconics versus Naomi and Carmella versus Sarah Logan Liv Morgan versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville um this was Botchamania I I really wanted to like this match I really did Elio um but there was a lot of botches there was a lot of mistakes here and um I, the obvious team here won here oh yeah um I don't, though, Elio, there wasn't part of you that thought 
Mandy and Sonya were gonna pull the upset. Oh, I was, I was, I was, uh, I was uh, going for them uh, to uh, possibly uh, pull out a win here. Yeah, you know, I at the end of this match. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, I, obviously, we all know why <laughs> Sasha and Bailey got it. Um, but honestly, I like the way they got rid of Naya and Tamina. I wasn't upset by that elimination. Um, the Iconics eliminated Naomi and and uh, Carmella quickly. Um, listen, I, I'm loving the Iconics and what they're doing, but don't, didn't, they don't you think? didn't they eliminate them like right when they uh, right when they came out of their pods? Uh, right away, they eliminated Naomi. It was at least. It was at least four minutes in. Yeah, they were they were in the the the, the ring for like at least four minutes, and that was it. The, do you think this? What do you think about this? Was this like? I think it was disrespectful. I don't think it was punishment of any kind. I just don't think they knew what to do with them. Foul with who? The, the iconics? No, with the uh, uh, fabulous glow. Oh yeah, I don't know. I like I don't think they know what to do with them uh, with this whole story that's uh, that's out there now with uh, graves and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I don't, you know, and I thought it was kind of a punishment for what happened with, with Naomi and Jimmy, but we see later on in the show of Elimination Chamber that that wasn't a punishment. So, all right. And then next eliminated, uh, we had uh, the Iconics get eliminated, of course, by Nia Jax and Tamina. Mm -hmm. Then the Riot Squad gets eliminated. Then Tamina and Nia get eliminated. Yep. And then Sasha and Bailey pull off the win. Mandy Roche and Sonya Deville showed that they can keep up with everybody in that ring, but Sasha and Bailey they win. They're the first women's champions of this era. I don't like that they're saying they're the first ever women's champions because I feel like that takes away from the women um, tag team champions of the eighties. I'm pretty sure it's the the Glamour Girls were the were the champions before the Sasha Banks and Bailey. Yeah, and I and I feel like that's just WWE just trying to make something bigger, but you don't need to make it bigger because. We, my era, has never seen tag team champions in the women's division. Mm -hmm. So you can just say they are the women's tag team champions. And that, that'll be great. You don't need to say the first ever. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, Sasha's just terrible at crying her alligator tears. It just doesn't work for me. But I was very happy for them. Uh, next up, we had The Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Usos. And The Miz announces he's having another baby. Oh, and I have to say, I have to say something about this because, okay, I follow a page on Facebook called SNME Radio, which is Sunday Night's Main Event. Clever, right? They even have, yeah, the, oh, yeah. they even have the Sunday Night Main Event logo. They changed it to Sunday Night's Main Event. Uh, but, well, um, don't check them out. But uh, <laughs> they, um... They posted that, that about uh, the Miz and uh, Marie's expecting their second baby. All of a sudden, you see all these uh, people uh, commenting. Oh, they should. There, there's going to be a new, another angle on uh, WWE television. What about a Miz carriage? And it turns out to be Shane's baby. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, you guys. I, I even left a comment. I'm like, you guys are the worst fans. Like, that is. See, and then those are the kind of comments we're talking about. That, yeah. That's, that that is a big mistake. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then they're like, and then they're like, oh well, WWE did in 2005 with Lita and Snitsky. Well, that's different. That was the storyline. It's tasteless as it was. This is like real life. Exactly. So let's not let that. But that's the problem when you bring reality into wrestling, man. Yep. It's, it's it, as much as the fans are idiotic for making those comments. WWE should not be doing that to. You know, it's just it's it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, 
With that being said, the Miz dedicated this match to his unborn child. And he might want to change that because they ended up losing this match. Shane McMahon looks beat up. He looks terrible. He needs to stop wrestling. He needs to stop. Oh, I, I, Elio. I, really, I really thought they were going to keep it on the Miz machine. But yeah, um, I don't like Shane McMahon in the ring. I don't want him in the ring. No, he's going to hurt himself. <laughs> or he someone else. He doesn't look good anymore. Yeah. Um, the Usos become six-time champs. This was shocking. But, like I said on last week's show, the last time an Uso got arrested, it was a week before It was a week before the Tag Team Championship match, and they won the belts. Yep. And once again, an <laughs> Uso gets arrested, and they get the belts. Maybe, if they get, nope. maybe they're going to get arrested even more. Exactly. I mean, they'll become 16-time <laughs> champs just like that. Wow. That, that could turn into a gimmick. Yeah, that was, that was... No, we better, we, better, we better be quiet. WWE might be listening. Exactly. Our ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, they're definitely listening. Oh, oh, guys, shut it down. They know we're listening. Oh, what? Is that Vince? That's a very good idea. I think I might write oh. that down. Oh, my God, he's missing man. Damn it. <laughs> Take that down. Uh, uh, Elio, that has to be... One of the worst Vince McMahon <laughs> impressions, but I'm glad you did it. I'm glad you did it. That means that's you got Moxie. You got Moxie. All right. Next up, the Intercontinental Championship match: Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. What? <laughs> what? Why are we having a handicap match? <laughs> Obviously. Why putting Leo Rush in there? Well, it was obvious to a lot of people, apparently, because I didn't get this. I picked Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush to win this match in the pay-per-view points so game. So did I. Um. Finn Balor picks up the win after he pins Leo Rush. And then at, um, at the end, uh, Bobby Lashley laid Leo Rush out. And he lays him out. <laughs> so so they're done, right? Well, we'll find out on Raw Notes. Uh, then we had the WWE Raw Women's Championship match. This was disrespectful. <laughs> so disrespectful. Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. The entrances lasted longer than this match. Ruby Riot taps out to the armbar. Uh... Charlotte Flair then makes her presence known, talks smack to Ronda Rousey, and then Becky Lynch comes crutching her ass. <laughs> what? With crutches, she comes to the ring, and she, oh my god, first of all, I blame Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair for the bruises that they suffered, because they gotta learn how to take crutches or, or kindle sticks. I mean, that's preposterous. They don't want to take damage, so they they put in their elbows up. They're putting you're putting themselves in danger. Mm. Just show her your back. Stop trying yep. to grab the crutch. Ronda did not want to get hit, and, and and I get it. Like you don't want to get hit with a crutch, but don't put your hand up. You're gonna get hit anyways when you get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ronda ends up needing stitches on her head. Oh, wow. Charlotte gets a giant bruise on her arm. It was just, it was a cluster, shut your mouth. I have a, I have a question. How did this match come about? Because uh, when I saw this, I didn't understand how this uh, match uh, came, was uh, put together. Which match? Ruby, uh, Ruby, Ron- Ruby Riot and Ronda Rousey, yeah. So a couple weeks ago, we had the Riot Squad. We had Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. And then she took out Liv Morgan. And then she had a match with uh, Sarah Logan. And then uh, Ruby Riot was like, I'll fight you, but on my own terms. And then they booked that championship match. Oh, okay. All so right. that's how that was booked. Okay. Um, next up, the no disqualification match. Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. Oh, this is just disgusting. <laughs> this is disgusting. I can't stand it. What they did to Braun Strowman. Um, if we had a vault for the worst match of the year candidate, this would be in there 
ASAP. And they need to end this feud, like, for, this for real. This feud is this disgusting. <laughs> but, Elio, we know it's going to go on to WrestleMania, bro. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I don't know what to say about this match. Other than it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, Braun Strowman is getting humanized. And then if that wasn't bad enough, then Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre come out. Triple powerbomb them through two tables, which was kind of cool. Um, and and Baron Corbin ends up beating Braun Strowman. Wow. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> and then last but not least, we have the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match. Champion Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles. And I got to say, as exciting as the finish of this match was... I was not excited for the beginning of this match. Seeing Samoa Joe get eliminated early as he did. The first elimination once again. Why are they doing this to Samoa Joe, Elio? Yeah, I thought I thought I thought for sure he would be in there for a while. Yeah, and, and do you think you I don't know, is it that Samoa Joe is not healthy enough? Or is it just they don't see what we see in Samoa Joe? I don't know. I think uh, they're. I don't. Th- I don't think they see the same thing that we're seeing because I see. I can see a future ch- champion in Samoa Joe. Like he's uh, been champion before in Impact Wrestling, ROH, I believe, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I don't know why they would uh, eliminate him so early on in this match. Yeah, I just find it disrespectful. And then as we continue on in the match, Jeff Hardy got eliminated in a very cool way. Uh, he did the swanton bomb off the chamber onto AJ Styles, who's on the turnbuckle, and he gets quickly eliminated by Daniel Bryan wow. with a running knee. Wow. Um, AJ Styles then gets eliminated with an RKO as he went for the the, the phenomenal forearm, <laughs> gets RKO'd, and then a trouble in paradise from Kofi. That was all right. But this ending, did you think... That Kofi Kingston had a chance, Elio. Oh, they seem to be giving him uh, quite a push, even on the on the SmackDown uh, Go Home Show to the paper. This pay per view. I mean, absolutely. I mean, he lasted over an hour, yeah. and then in this pay per view, he lasted a long time as well. Yep. So many near falls, so close. The crowd is going crazy. Everybody's behind him, but Daniel Bryan remains our WWE champion. Um, after the match, the New Day comes out to support uh, Kofi, and the crowd was chanting on Kofi. Um, Elio, how would you rate this Elimination Chamber pay-per-view from 1 to 10? I'm going to go with a 7. There weren't, there weren't bad... There wasn't necessarily bad stuff, but like it could have been a better pay-per-view. It ended early, because by the time I got home, it was, uh, it was already done, I believe. I mean, thank God... I mean, seven hours for Royal Rumble. I can't do that every month, man. <laughs> seven hours. That's equivalent to a flight from Toronto to Italy. Well, well there you go. And you would know. <laughs> I would know. Toronto I've been there. I don't know how many times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Mr. Frequent Flyer Miles, huh? <laughs> I'm a jet flying uh, limousine riding. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> oh, I, that's that's so gentlemanly. I mean, that is true. I mean, that is true. That's not a gentleman. <laughs> oh man um you know if i had a rating oh mr rick can i have a rating absolutely miguel miguel what is your rating i have to give it a, a like a, a five and a half honestly i i just don't know i i like the first match with buddy uh, murphy it was a good match but 
that was it. It was like a sandwich. You know, the bread was good, but the meat was sour. And then the last piece of bread on top was the Elimination Chamber match. You know, I've never, <laughs> ever heard somebody compare wow. a wrestling pay-per-view to a crummy sandwich. But the, Someone must be hungry. The, I mean, but the way he describes it, I can see what he means yeah. by it. You know, it makes sense. The, the pieces of bread are good, but the meat, yeah. where was no, the meat? Uh, overall, I don't know. Like, like since 7 is being generous, cause I, would even, I would even go as lower as a 6 or a 5, even. And you know what? And I'm going to go in between you and Miguel. And I'm going to go with like a 6. I mean, I thought it could have been better. Uh, Miguel, uh, you and your sandwich uh, <laughs> analogy there. I mean, I agree with it. I mean, the meat wasn't there. Um, all right, it is on to Raw Notes. No bell, Miguel? No? No. Elio, can you make a bell sound effect for me? Ding, ding, ding. Yo, this guy's like a bell sound uh, translator over there. All right, Monday Night Raw opens up with Triple H. Oh. And he's talking about the Elimination Chamber. He talks about Becky Lynch attacking Charlotte. I know, it was pretty cool. Like a goofy nerd. <laughs> yeah. Um, then he also says that D Generation X is gonna be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. All right, Elio at DX China in the Hall of Fame. I hear people complaining that oh, but she's not going in by herself. Listen, she's going in. She's going in. Maybe not this year, but she will go in by herself. She will get her own induction. You think so? I'm sure she will. Like uh, this, I guess this is like a roundabout way of getting her. Someone getting her in there. I mean, they. I mean, f- I mean, for me, I think this is the best it's gonna get, and I think you should just accept it. I mean, at least you're in. You know, there's plenty of people that are not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, I think it is a little too late for her. I think they should have brought her in when she was alive. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah. DX is in, and I, I honestly <laughs> think and believe that DX does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. My question. Uh, um, I have a question about this. So, what about Rick Root? He was a part of DX for a while, like now in you're, the early, early days of uh, DX. He was the original. Yeah. yeah, he was there. Um, but they don't have him in there. Not, no. no, they're not uh, acknowledging him. I guess they don't want to give two rings to Rick Rude, but they want to give two rings to Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. And Triple so, H. Yeah, well, yeah, Triple H will definitely get in on his own down no, the line. No, didn't Evolution get in? Or, or am I wrong? No, sorry. No, no, Evolution is not oh, in yet. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, no, I don't know. Sorry, I, I got that mixed up with the, the Four Horsemen stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Evolution and the Four Horsemen? That is blasphemous, Elio. I know. <laughs> Alright, um after that then he tells us that there are gonna be NXT call ups. Mm-hmm. Uh Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, Alistair Black, and Tommaso Ciampa. Yep. Now, obviously I don't think they're gonna be called up and staying there. I think they were just doing a little shuffle just to keep NXT alive. But uh rumor has it that Triple H did not know about this. Oh. That Vince McMahon went about it and Triple H found out later about it. And I'll go into a little bit, a little bit more later on about how he made some changes because he was not aware of these call-ups. Okay. Um, Braun Strowman versus Baron <laughs> Corbin. Come on. In a tables match. Oh, come on! They're like, what, this what, what, what was... a way to start off Raw. I mean, what a way! I mean, you just hype us all up and then you give us crap. This was so long. No. Why? Why, but... why is it lately anymore that uh, Fallout shows from these pay-per-views are terrible? Yeah. And it's just like, why are you doing this? Like, this match, this, and it was so long. 
A tables match with Braun Strowman who's flipping ambulances and cars and trucks and he can't break Baron Corbin through a goddamn table? It's preposterous! Oh, I mean, come on. So, uh, Baron Corbin ends up losing this match. Uh, Braun Strowman picks up the win. 50-50 booking! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then Braun... Uh, Paul Heyman comes out and such an awkward little interaction with him and Braun Strowman. Uh, Braun did not get his hand around his fat neck. It was lying on his shoulder and uh, Paul Heyman was like, you're choking me. But he wasn't choking you, Paul. His, that's, your, that's your shoulder. I know your head goes straight to your shoulders because you have no neck. But that was your shoulder he was grabbing. Um, yeah, see, I missed the sound effects, Miguel. I know, but you know what? I am a part of this. You know what? I'm going to take over this part. So then next up, we had uh, Finn Balor come to the ring, and he's talking about... All right, that's enough. No, I'm going to finish. And Finn Balor is talking about how excited he is to be Intercontinental Champion. And then he mentions Shawn Michaels. Then he mentions other people like... Uh, uh, what's his name? This guy. Yeah, that, see, this is why you can't do it. I can do it. No. All right. So then Finn Balor mentions Shawn Michaels, but then he mentioned Ric Flair. And as far as I'm concerned, Ric Flair never won the Intercontinental title. No, not that I recall. So what the hell, Finn? <laughs> do your homework. Um, he is then attacked, uh, by, uh, Bobby Lashley after being interrupted by Leo Rush. So now they're back together. They're back together. What? You know, I'm so over Leo Rush. Uh, yeah, but, 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 Elio, Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley just broke up the night before. I know. Maybe they had the lover's quarrel. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. <laughs> but then at least put something on the WWE Network or on WWE.com telling us, hey, well, they got back together. Something. Jeez, Louise. But then Ricochet, bing, 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 interrupts, and he comes out for the save. Mm -hmm. Now, remember when I said, Elio, about Triple H not knowing? Yes. Well, Triple H apparently interfered in this match. It was supposed to be Finn Balor versus Ricochet. But, Finn, but Triple H did not want Ricochet to lose, and he did not want Finn Balor to lose because he just won the title. But Vince McMahon knows what he's doing. I would have went crazy for Finn Balor versus Ricochet. Are you kidding me? That would have been a great match. That would have been epic. Yeah. But instead, Triple H is like, well, you know what? Let's just, uh, let's just, uh, let's just throw Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush back together. Why? <laughs> that makes no sense. And you know what I didn't like about this match, Elio? Is that Bobby Lashley's too bulky to be in the same ring as somebody as Finn Balor and uh, Ricochet and Leo Rush. Yep. Because when when Ricochet and Leo Rush were in the ring, it was magic. Mm -hmm. But then when Bobby Lashley came in, oh, I am big. I pick things up and put them down. It just didn't make no, sense. Just doesn't go together. Booking. Yeah, this was bad. But Ricochet and Finn Balor win the match. And then we had Drew McIntyre backstage talking about how he wants Seth Rollins. And then Dean Ambrose comes and slaps him in the face. Now, is Dean is a good guy again? I, uh, he's a lunatic! <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I mean... I mean, he has more turns than the big show, apparently. <laughs> um, Then we had Lucha House Party for Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Where, where, where are they going with this guy? Kurt Hawkins, like, where, where, what's the story with him? I mean, are they going to keep making him lose and stuff? I, I have a feeling, Elio, that they're going to make him win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Do we see a turn uh, from one of these guys? I see... Kurt Hawkins eliminating Zack Ryder to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. 
Book it. Book it. Book it, Vince. That's you know it. What? That's a good idea. Book it. I'm putting uh, it in the book. All, all, all right. <sighs> Jesus, Miguel. He doesn't stop doing that terrible impression. I know. I don't know. But I'm trying to be nice to him. I know, Miguel. But we got to tell him to stop. I know. But but come on, Mr. Rick. We have to be nice to him today. Uh, Miguel. I, <laughs> all right. All right. Whatever. Let's just move on. All right. Next up, we had the Revival versus Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Elio, good match. Good I was impressed. Match, yes. I mean, we've seen this on NXT before, but to have the new Raw Tag Team Champs lose, I mean, this was bad booking because you have the NXT Champ and the North American Champ versus the Raw Tag Team Champs. Mm -hmm. Whoever loses, this is bad booking. If you have Finn Balor versus Ricochet, Ricochet could lose to Finn Balor, and I'll be fine with that, but not the Raw Tag Team Champs. No, that was uh, terrible. Like, uh, they, they made these guys lose so many times, like... And, uh, and then uh, they finally gave him the tag team championships, and they make them lose again to Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. I don't get it, man. Um, then we had uh, the tag team champs, Bailey and Sasha Banks, go to the ring. They're talking about how much they love this and that. And then Tamina and Nia Jax interrupt, and this... Oh, y you know, Nia Jax... Listen, I don't know if you know this, Elio, but I hate Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> I know that and feeling because I'm not a fan either. I can't stand Nia Jax. Her promos are terrible, and yeah. her screaming yep. and yelling and just oh, no, 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 mocking people—it just like, doesn't do it for me. I saw, I saw like an old episode of Raw that I had uh, recorded um, from when I for a couple of months back, and one of her promos where she like literally screamed, "My title!" Yeah. Oh no. Terrible. It's just, it's just terrible. And then they try to get in the ring, and Sasha and Bailey kicked them out. Mm -hmm. It just was just very sloppily done. Um, we had Drew McIntyre versus Dean Ambrose, and Drew McIntyre wins in a minute. This was over in a quick. minute. In a minute. So wow. um, Dean Ambrose is going to AEW. I know you guys are doing a poll. We are next week on WrestleMania. <laughs> we Global. are. Yeah. Do you think Dean Ambrose is going to AEW? Listen, my vote is that he is going to AEW. Make sure you fans also vote on the Wrestling POV Facebook page. It's going to be up tomorrow. Do not miss it. And make sure you put a comment and just tell us what you think about that. Because honestly, in my opinion, definitely. Yeah. And especially after that, he's definitely going. Um, I'm not going into this Paul Heyman promo. No. I am just done with all this nonsense. And it's just bad. Yeah. Um, Elias is at the ring. And uh, what are they doing? With Elias, the I don't know. He has oh. his gimmick is getting tired. The guitar, the guitar. Yeah, it's getting old. Yeah, it's getting old. It's not really I'm working anymore. It. Yep. And he gets interrupted by Alistair Black. Ooh. Now, Alistair Black has a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. Do I see him on the main roster? Absolutely. Yep. Is he going to be on the main roster? I don't know. I, I think I NXT so. needs him. I hope so too. But that means NXT is going to. Falter without him, I think. That's true. They well, yeah, they need to build someone up on NXT before they can let him go. Absolutely. Um, Alistair Black obviously wins. So all the NXT guys are winning on their Raw debuts. Um, the, the the lame event. Ruby Riot versus Ronda Rousey. Oh. Um, this was a lot longer than their match at Elimination Chamber. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what to say. Um, I don't... Okay, I know what to say. This match, I thought it was so 
good. I mean, I love Ronda Rousey. You got to stop. <laughs> Come on. Ronda Rousey is amazing. She's the baddest woman on the planet. I mean, she's no man like my best friend Becky Lynch. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I like her a lot. I think she has a lot of potential. And I think, you know what? I think you need to stop thinking. <laughs> oh, Mr. Rick, I am I, I'm going to think. Because I think that Ronda Rousey is going to destroy everybody until she fights my best friend, Becky Lynch. And you know what? I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I want to see Ronda Rousey destroy everybody. I just want to see her away from a microphone and out of the ring. Yeah. Oh, destroy her, people backstage. Her promos are bad. Ronda Rousey's promos. Yeah. And she doesn't need to be making those, like, faces. And but the makeup around the eyes when in her that she wears when she comes out for her matches. Yeah. I don't get that. I'm... I don't get it either. I guess it's supposed to be like a warrior princess or something. But I think Alexa Bliss said it best when she said, Ronda Rousey makes a face like, <laughs> Yeah. And, it, and it's true. You, like, you're a little, <laughs> Yeah. So, like, um, <laughs> that's the perfect sound for that face. Um, Ronda Rousey beats Ruby Riot. Surprise, surprise. And that is the end of Raw. That's how you end <laughs> Monday Night Raw? Wow. Yeah, just beats Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot taps out and, uh, well, that's, that's it. She Raw ends uh, with uh, Ronda taking out Morgan and Logan. Yeah, so, um, that is your Raw Notes, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? Let's take a break, Elio. We've been doing a lot of talking right now. Uh, Miguel, go get us some sandwiches or something <laughs> with some meat in it, not like uh, lemonade. Some, some good meat. Oh yeah, I'm on it, guys. You know what? You know what? I think the three of us we're we're, we're becoming best friends, guys. I think we're the three best friends. I think that's what it is. All right, we'll be right back after this. Hey, hey it's Conrad Thompson and this is Bruce Pritchard. And you're listening to the Wrestling POV podcast. All right, and we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, the Wrestling POV Podcast is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Make sure you go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. That promo code is WPOV. You save yourself 10% by using that code. You know, ladies and gentlemen, they have t-shirts, they have hoodies, they have flannels. We've been telling them to make underwear, Elio. I swear to God, we've been telling them. They still don't have oh, them yet. I mean, I, I would mean, love to see your face. It's freezing up here in Canada. I mean, you definitely need some long johns. Jeez. I mean, I mean, but Color Noble Brand, they still have a lot of great things. Make sure you check out their website. Minus 20 degree weather Oh, well, you know what? You, we got to bundle up and get some more shirts from the ColorNoblebrand.com. LDL, you can save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. It helps your local indie wrestlers, and it helps the greatest wrestling podcast of all time, Wrestling POV Podcast and Wrestling POV Global. Elio Canella, I'm going to pass you the torch today, and I think it's time for the, the Smackdown, Smackdown Breakdown. Are you ready? So SmackDown this week uh, was pretty much uh, similar to the fallout on uh, that we saw Monday Night Raw, and of course the the show opened up with uh, 
the Miz and uh, Shane McMahon. Oh, man. And uh, the Miz was apologizing to Shane for losing the tag team championships on Sunday night. And then the Usos came out and they called the Miz a joke and a loser and a fraud and told Shane that he needs to get a new partner. Yeah, and then, like, the Miz was just... Oh, uh, I know you can make a rematch. Come on, I know you said no rematch clauses, but come on, you're a Shane McMahon! Yeah, you're a Shane McMahon! You can do it! again, and Shane says, no, you know what? Usos are going to get a... The Usos are going to defend their tag team championships at Fastlane against The Miz and Shane McMahon. <laughs> I mean, if Shane McMahon's damn ego wasn't already in the book, I would put his damn ego in the book, because I'm sick of this. We know <laughs> where it's going. There's going to be a fallout. There's definitely going to be a fallout. Um, we saw later on in the show backstage, The Miz was backstage saying, My dad is going to be there in front row in Cleveland. All oh, right. Man. <laughs> Somebody's turning. The Miz's dad, Mr. Miz. Mr. Miz. <laughs> so in the first match, uh, NXT called up Aleister Black in defeating Andrade. Now, this was weird for Zelina Vega because her husband is, is Alistair Black. And she was protesting so, uh, the decision at the end of the match. I mean, it was a great yeah. match, though. I mean, whenever you have Andrade, um, Mr. Flair, yep. if I should say. Um, if you have him and Alistair Black in the same ring, we've seen it at NXT TakeOver before. Yep. This was a great match. I thought uh, they did a great job and a great way to open up SmackDown. Yes, I'm a fan, I'm a fan of Alistair Black. Like, from watching him in NXT, the the number of times I've seen him. So, yeah, I'm a fan of uh, Alistair Black. And the next one, we had Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa defeating The Bar. Now, now yeah, now this match... Uh, the bar instigated with them and saying, you don't belong here and stuff like that. And uh, I thought this was a much better match than the match with the Revival. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was more believable because, obviously, Sheamus towers over these guys. Cesaro is huge compared to these guys. And the way they picked up the win was by roll-up. And um, I love the back-and-forth action. Um, what do you think they're doing with the bar, though? You think they're... They're gonna put the bar on the shelf for a little while, or what? Yeah, I was gonna ask, uh, what are they gonna, what are they doing with the bar? I mean, they've given them championship, the tag team championships. They've uh, both, they both held. Uh, I think Sheamus was the Intercontinental Champion, right? Yeah. Yep. They both held Intercontinental Championships, so I don't know what they're gonna, what's next for the bar. But I like to see uh, where they go with the this team. I mean, if you ask me, I would like to see uh, the the bar split up. And have Cesaro go to Raw or something. You know what? That's not actually a bad idea. I would like to see yeah, but, uh, Cesaro. I mean, uh, so many. He's had so many chances to like uh, get get pushed, and I don't know why they keep taking it away from him. Yeah, they keep taking it away. I think if you give him one more push, I think he can do it. I think he he's capable of making a big splash. Or or idea, put him back on NXT. Give him the NXT title. Yeah, I mean, between him and Cassius Ono, he's, like, the better of the two. Exactly. In the third match, we had Mandy Rose defeating Asuka. Mandy Rose defeated Asuka, the SmackDown Live Women's Champion. I mean, wow. Are you kidding me? I love Mandy Rose, but what are you doing to Asuka? Yeah, wait. You know what? I even... I almost, uh, like, I had forgotten, like, uh, who the women's champion was because they're not even, they're, the way they're, like, booking her. Yeah, I mean, I see Mandy Rose getting a title shot at Fastlane. Um, 
I mean, let's not let's let's say this. I mean, fair enough. It wasn't a clean win, you know. It wasn't like she beat a clean. She beat a off distraction right. from Sonya Deville. Right. Um, but still, Mandy Rose to beat Oscar. Oscar has fallen mightily. Yeah, man. she she used to be like the the Empress, like being with the undefeated streak, and then after WrestleMania, she just wasn't the same. I mean, but guys, it's Mandy. Rose. Well, we know that Miguel, but you no, know. but Elio, he does have a point. It is Mandy Rose. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm all about Mandy Rose too, yo. You know what I'm saying? Oh, just a little bit. In the next one, we had Rick Shade defeating Eric Young. Now, where has Eric Young been? Like we haven't, we haven't seen Eric Young at all. I haven't seen him at all. I mean, I haven't seen Sanity at yeah, all. Sanity has been missing. Where's Sanity? Alexander Wolf, I mean, uh, Killing Dean. Well, Killing Dean, he just got married to Nikki Cross. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but Alexander Wolf, like, where is he? You know, just yeah. I mean, I mean, they sh- at least they show them. Yep. I mean, they had a match. I mean, Eric Young can always go. I love watching Eric Young fight. I thought him and Ricochet had a great match as well. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I honestly feel like the NXT Corps had better matches on SmackDown than they did on Raw. Yeah, it seems like they did. Uh, they had they booked uh, the months better on SmackDown than they, than they did on Raw. Yeah, I mean, the, I agree. the matches were like different, like ones that we haven't seen, we've never seen before. I mean. On Raw, we they had matches that we haven't seen before, but well, except for the revival against Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, we already saw that one in NXT. Yeah. All right. Continue. In the main event, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, and Kofi Kingston in a six-person tag match, defeating Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, and Samoa Joe. Now, this was a great match too. I liked the the way the match was worked out. Um. But Daniel Bryan was saying something about, oh, the champion I'm going to fight is not in the ring. And Hmm. that didn't seem to stick because after the match, after Kofi pinned Daniel Bryan again, Shane McMahon said Kofi will be the number one contender at the title at WWE Fastlane in a couple of weeks. So Kofi gets his one-on-one match. Elio Kofi gets his one on one. Wow! Does it happen? Does Kofi get his WrestleMania dream? A- anything can. Well, like they say in WWE, anything can happen. I mean, anything can happen. But rumor has it that Kofi Kingston will be fighting. Are you ready for this? We'll be fighting Big E at WrestleMania. Oh wow! Are we we're gonna see the split then between the is day. that gonna happen? I don't know. Is it? I mean, it's possible. I mean, I would honestly, in my opinion, I would love to see Kofi win the championship. I think it's fresh and it's new. And for those people yep. that are saying, "Oh, Kofi doesn't deserve it," do you think Jinder Mahal deserved it? Right. Well, you know, I, do you? Well, when he won that championship, okay, I was down in Mexico visiting my brother uh, when that happened, and when I heard that, I was like, actually, I was literally surprised that they gave the belt to Jinder Mahal. Yeah, that that's. For people who are saying that Kofi doesn't deserve it and it's so crazy to think that he can win it, you guys are the same people that cheer for Jinder Mahal. <laughs> I mean, we, they, they forget that in 2009 that uh, feud he had with Randy Orton. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a great feud. Yeah. I mean, but Randy Orton railroaded that that dream. I mean, swear, when, when he destroyed Randy Orton's car, like you see him standing on the car, he destroyed the car. Yeah, that was cool. 
Yeah, that was um, cool. Kofi does have that. I, I mean, I, the only I, thing Kofi... I never saw that side of Kofi before. I mean, well, the only side we haven't seen is his chest. I mean, he forgets to <laughs> put it on. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's as flat as some pancakes! <laughs> oh, man, that is a good one. That is that, Miguel, that is a good one. Um, all right, so that's just SmackDown Breakdown. That's SmackDown Breakdown. All right, so, Miguel, why don't you tell everybody where we can find... The Wrestling POV on social media. Okay, well, if you go to our Facebook page at Wrestling POV, you can go to Instagram at Wrestling POV1, or you can go to Twitter at Wrestling POV and follow me, Miguel Cole. I access all of the Twitter. Yes, I am the Twitter master. I have had Ryback retweet one of my tweets. I've had the former WCW heavyweight champion David Arquette like one of my tweets. I've had Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something like that. I've had him, uh, Terry Crews, like one of my tweets. And I've had my good friend, Bart Simpson, shout me out. Wait, who? Wow. Bart Simpson. You mean, M- Miguel, Byron Saxton. <laughs> That's what they said. Bart Simpson. I was oh going to say Bart God. Simpson. Where did Bart Simpson take the time out to retweet? I mean... No, but uh, 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 we should throw it over to Rick for the NXT POV. Yeah, let's do it. NXT POV, Mamma Mia! Alright, so NXT opens up with Aleister Black versus Roderick Strong. Now, this, this was the best of the three matches that Aleister Black had. I mean, this was... A great match. It wasn't long. It wasn't dragged out. If I had to rate Aleister Black's matches throughout the week, it was NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. I mean, Elias, that match wasn't eh. Um, Andrade was a good match, but this match with Roderick Strong is great. I love the Undisputed Era. I think uh, they have a lot of potential, and I think if Aleister Black was to leave, you need to push the Undisputed Era to the top of the yep. mountain and give them all of the belts. I think all I, of the I think, uh, I think NXT, like on NXT, these guys have better matches than they do whenever they uh, get whenever they get a raw call up, like they did this past week. Yeah, NXT like has so much um, is a lot more entertaining uh, when with uh, these guys. Uh, Roderick Strong, I like Roderick Strong. I'm a fan of the Undisputed Era. Bobby Fish has has a unique look. Yeah, oh yeah, he does. <laughs> I like Bobby Fish. Yeah, yeah, no, Bobby Fish is definitely one of those guys that stand out. Um, yep. and I and I'm telling you, Undisputed Era in general, they need give them give them all the belts, the tag titles, North American and the NXT Championship. Mm-hmm. I think you have them run it. They don't run NXT. That 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 could work, yeah. and then uh, they could bring uh, Alistair Black up to the main roster. Exactly, LLC, great minds think alike. Yep. Um, after the match, however, Undisputed Era attacks Alistair Black, but Bing Bing Bing, Ricochet comes for the save. Oh. Um, a lot of people don't know the the ricochet rabbit thing that I'm referencing. Um, go check out Boomerang, ladies and gentlemen, and you'll check out all the classic Hanna Barbera cartoons. <laughs> um, great, great uh, cartoons. Um, speaking of great, Mia Yim. I heard you guys talking about her oh, on uh, Mia Yim. Yes. Uh, WPOV Global. Um, you and TJ were both fans of Mia yep. Yim. Well, Mia Lim versus Zia Lee. Uh, quick match. Wasn't too long. Uh. Mia Yim picks it to win. You think that they're building towards a title run for Mia Yim? Well, I was uh, looking on Instagram uh, earlier. Uh, the apparently next week she's you know, she's facing Shayna Baszler. 
All right, well, you heard it here, people. Mia Yim is climbing that ladder to success, going one-on-one -on -one with the champ next week. Um, but for this week, it was a good match. It was a good uh, show-off match to show her off, show off her skills. Um, after the match, though, B Baszler and her company attack Yim, mm -hmm. and uh, everybody else comes out for the save. And um, Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. And last but not we'll least, I, th I think she could be a future champion. I definitely think. I definitely. I think she has the skill to do it. I still think she has to work on her charisma, though. What do you think about that? Yeah, her charisma could uh, use work, but uh, she does have the skills. All right. Well, there you go. You you heard it from the gentleman. Um, the main event we had Johnny Gargano versus Velveteen Dream for the North American Championship. Yes. Wow. Wow, this is a good match. Velveteen Dream, the American champion, the new North American champion. Wow, this was with a the surprise. purple rainmaker. This was a very big surprise. But do you think this now means that Johnny Gargano is getting called up for good? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not. I'm not sure. I guess uh, we'll have to see. Well, we definitely have to see because now the thing is with this is that DIY uh, are in. The Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. Oh, okay. Uh, so are they, so, are they officially back DIY? I guess for the tournament at least. Oh, okay. But now without the strap, um, maybe they lose in the first round. And maybe uh, Gargano goes up to Raw or SmackDown. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, You know, for weeks I've been saying now that I don't see Johnny Gargano going up to the main roster. I see him going to 205 Live. Right. Um, I also always saw him just staying in NXT. But after this week, I have to say I'm going to have to... Take back what I've been saying, and I think Johnny Gargano will do just fine up on the main roster. Yeah, I think I think he'll do great on the main roster. Um, Raw or SmackDown? I yeah, Raw. Yeah, I mean definitely. Uh, I think I think he would do better on SmackDown. If, if, if my POV, I de definitely think he would do better on SmackDown. I think there's smaller guys on SmackDown, oh, okay. so he has a more of a chance. But if he goes to Raw, you could see Johnny Gargano in the ring with Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, hmm. even Dean Ambrose towers over him. <laughs> yeah, um, now that I think about it, now, I don't know. He would do better on SmackDown. Yeah, but like you never know. Like uh, when they would they do the whole shakeup thing. Yeah, you never know. And you know what? I honestly want to see a shakeup. You know, just to mention about a shakeup. Um, Sasha Banks and Bailey announced that they're going to be defending the title on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Wow. So are we going to have three companies? Are we going to have crossovers? Are people going to get sent back to NXT? It could, I think it I, could make for I some... I mean, I can name a few. It could make for some interesting storylines. Definitely, but you got to keep to the storylines. Do not just bring people up and bring yeah, them down. Gonna, I pick them up, I bring them down. I pick yeah, them up, I bring them no, down. You're going to confuse people after that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like what we right. were talking about on uh, Wrestling POV Global. When you have like one one uh, wrestler in two companies, and one he's a face and the other one he's a heel. Exactly, like Rich Swan, right? Yep, From yep. He's in MLW, he's in Impact. Like, what is he? Are you a face or are you a heel, Rich Swan? Or are you just bipolar? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, with that being said, it is now time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. And of course, we don't have any sound effects. But if we did have sound effects, it would sound like this. Wow, 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 wow. 
wow, Mr. Reek, that was, that was, um, that wasn't so good. <laughs> no, you know what? I, you know, and I have to agree. I don't think it was that good either. All right. So, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, the good, the bad, the ugly. I'll take over the good this week. Um, I think the good was definitely Johnny Gargano versus Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. I mean, Velveteen getting his first singles title. I mean, that, that was a great match. I think it was a really good match. I think on SmackDown, uh, what was good on SmackDown? Uh, I mean, SmackDown, you had uh, Alistair Black versus Andrade. I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah Alistair Black and on was Raw, good, yeah. On Raw, I can't... Oh, man, I, I really don't know. Um, I, I didn't think anything was good on Raw this week. No. Um, I'm going to kick it over to you, Elio, for the bad. What was bad this week in the world of WWE? Bad was seeing Bobby Lashley and... Leo Rush back together against uh, Finn Balor and Ricochet and uh, Baron Corbin and uh, Braun Strowman. Oh my god, yeah. That is just terrible. That was just, oh, yeah. Done Smack for SmackDown. The baddest is Shane McMahon Miz seg- opening segment for, uh, oh, for yeah. SmackDown. Yeah. And NXT, uh, NXT I can't, I don't really uh, have any uh, thing uh for NXT. Alright, alright. So Miguel Cole with the ugly. Hey, who are you calling ugly? I'm not calling you ugly. I know you're only playing Mr. Rick. You know, Elio, this is the first time that we've all gotten along. I think it's Tony. I think Tony is the reason why me and Miguel fight. I think that's what it is. Uh-oh. I really do. Oh no. I think we're all getting along. We're getting along too well. <laughs> I think we need to have a swap here. Tony Diaz to Russell POB Global. I'm just saying. We're having our own, uh, our own wrestling POV shake-up. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I think we're best friends. You feel it, Elio? You think we're best friends? Yeah, I can feel that. All right. Um, Miguel, uh, the ugly, please. Um, I have to say, Monday Night Raw, it was just, it was just terrible. I have to say the ugliest part, however, it has to be... The, the, the Paul Heyman promos. I can't stand them anymore. They are just ugly. It, it's just annoying. It's the same it's thing, the same the same thing, thing. Every week. Exactly. Elio, if you gave me two more seconds, I would have said it myself. Yeah, man. Um, Well, that is the good, the bad, and the ugly of WWE. It is now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Every Thursday, if you go to our Facebook page at Wrestling POV, we allow you, the fans, to vote. What was your favorite, Raw, SmackDown, or NXT? Using the like emojis, the thumbs up for SmackDown, the heart for Raw, and the smiley face for NXT. Um, right now, Raw is ahead 11 to NXT's 9 to SmackDown's 8. SmackDown is coming back, Elio. I, I can feel it in my bones. They're making a big comeback. Okay, what, what, what um, are those numbers? It's 11 for Raw, 9 for NXT, 8 for it's SmackDown. For Raw. Yeah. Oh, come on. I mean, with... I mean, with Tony and Mimi, man, I can't. I mean, I can't beat them. I mean, they outnumber me. Oh, um, but how is Rock at eleven? Listen, how is Rock winning? I don't understand. I mean, I mean, that's what I ask myself every week. But with that being said, WrestleMania is right around the corner. Whoever has the most points by WrestleMania will be the winner for the year. And then, as soon as WrestleMania is over, we start it all over again. So. Last year's winner was Monday Night Raw. It was just a one-on-one with Raw and SmackDown. We now added NXT, so it's exciting. We're going to see what happens here with this little uh, three-way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so right now, the fans voted, and it's a tie. NXT and SmackDown both have 38% to Raw's 24%. Ooh. Miguel Cole, 
You are gonna get to vote today. Oh my goodness! Yes, and you're gonna vote first. Okay, okay, okay. So I am going to pick NXT. I mean, they had three matches in one hour, but they told stories. It was exciting. They have a new champion in Velveteen Dream. I have to go with NXT. Then in second place, I go with SmackDown. And third place, I go with Monday Night Raw. Wow. Did not see that. Elio, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna go uh, the same. I'm going NXT because I always like NXT and uh, the matches that they have. Uh, second is SmackDown again. Uh, good show, not great. When Raw is last because it was just not good. Yeah, and you know what, guys? There's a reason why the three of us are together on this night because the three best friends agree. Totally! NXT number one, SmackDown number two, Raw number three is hands down. It was, it was bad, it was b good, and it was great this week. Monday was bad, Tuesday was good, Wednesday was great. That, that brings NXT to 10 points. NXT is now in second place still with 10 to Raw's 11 to SmackDown's 8. I mean, this, this was, a great week for wrestling. I mean, I mean, well, if you go to Sunday, Sunday was bad. It was worse. Then it was bad on Monday. Then it was good on Tuesday. It was great on Wednesday. And it was greater on Wednesday because we have Wrestling POV Global. And on Saturday, today, it is the greatest because we got Wrestling POV Podcast with the three best friends. We just did that, Elio. We just did that. Yep, we just did that. Yeah, and, and you know, it's just it's just one of those things, man, where three great minds come together, three good-looking guys, um, and, uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're not getting allergic reactions. I mean, <laughs> we're, no, we're not getting allergic reactions. I mean, I'm not eating any fruit cups. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't eat fruit cups I anymore. Mean, exa I, I mean, exactly, right? We're grown men. <laughs> we don't eat fruit cups, Tony. Don't eat the fruit cup. You're allergic. <laughs> Fruit cups, you just made the bug. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That, that's my line. And you know what? You're right, Elio. With that being said, fruit cups, you just made the book. And that's how it's done. <laughs> fruit cups. Tony, we're looking out for you, bro. And you know what, Mimi? I don't care what WWE superstar you're hanging out with. I demand to find out what WWE superstar says that you're the best co host of this show. I want to know that. Next too. week. By next week, I demand it. Yes, I'm, I, I'd like to know this as well. Otherwise, Miguel's going to shave your mustache. <laughs> oh my goodness, you damn right I'm going to do it just like Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? Before we wrap up the show, we have to go over the Wrestling POV book. And if you're new to the show... Every week, we go over the most ridiculous things. Anything that you can think of, the worst of the worst, goes into the book. And if you're in the book, it's a bad thing. You don't want to be in the book. So No, you don't want to be in the book. And, and, and also, tune in every Wednesday for the book of shame. Yes. Where the shameless oh, wrestlers go in those books. But... Wrestling POV's book is a little bit different where we just put the most ridiculous things. And you know what, Elio? Let's go over that book right now. All right, let's do it. All right. First up in the book, WWE writers. I mean, they got to stay, right? Stay. I mean, stay. They, this is terrible. Because they're, 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 some of their bookings and their their thought process is ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Pittsburgh crowd. I mean, uh, until they go back to Pittsburgh. 
Yeah. I mean, they had a terrible pay-per-view, then they had a terrible Monday Night Raw, and then they come... I mean, you gotta come back. You gotta make up for it, because, guys, I hate qu- I hate, I hate, qu- I hate silent crowds. Yeah. Because silent crowds uh, drag suck the life out of me when I'm watching at home. I mean, yes, and I mean, th- this crowd recently on Monday Night Raw was terrible. I mean, where were they? In Lafayette? Lafayette, Louisiana. You know what, Lafayette, <laughs> Louisiana? You just made a book! Just like that, Elio. While we're doing the book, Lafayette, Louisiana just made the book because you know what? That was a terrible crowd. I mean, maybe Monday Night Raw wasn't that bad and the crowd just made it worse. That's why um, it's, it's the crowd that makes the show. Like and like I said, if you, if they if they're quiet and they're like bored as hell, you're gonna be bored as hell at home. Exactly. Um. Next up in the book, Brie Bella's botches. Um, not until she does two suicide dives, so she'll probably be in here forever. You're damn right. Um, John Cena's hair don't. Oh my god, yeah, that's that, gotta stay. That hair. When I saw that, he's hair, gotta cut it. When I saw that hair, I was like, "What did he do?" I mean, it's better than T.J. Logan. <laughs> um, next up, Tamina's leotard jacket. I mean, I thought if she won the tag team titles, maybe we could take it out, but... They didn't, so I guess she's still wearing it. She's staying. Uh, Shane McMahon's damn ego. Oh, my God. Well, he gave himself the tag team championship. Another tag team championship. he gave himself a rematch at Fastlane. Just, okay, just get off my screen. Uh, Stay out of the ring. uh, Yeah, Daniel Bryan's fickle, lickle, lickle. If I have to hear that one more time. It's staying. Bianca Belair's clipping hair doo-doo. Um, haven't seen too much of Bianca Belair, I have to say. Um, if I don't see Bianca Belair by next week, I think we take it out. Yeah, you think they're, think they're gonna call her up? Or too early? I don't know what they do with her. Maybe too early. Too early, yeah. I think her and Mia Yim going back and forth for the title. You call Shayna Baszler after WrestleMania, and you have Mia Yim and Bianca Belair going back and forth for that title. They already had an encounter with each other. Yeah, I, could see I that. think I'd... that's the feud. Yeah, I could see yep. that, yeah. Mr. Rick, you're on tonight. I I know. I feel on. All right. Next up, Alicia Fox's indestructible hat. Oh. Elio, that hat did not break at the Royal Rumble. The captain hat, right? Yeah, oh it was. God. Maria stomped on it three I can't times. She still has that. It's crazy. Matt Riddle's chancletas. I mean, he's still walking around barefoot with those chancletas, so they got to okay, stay. I have to ask, even like the Von, one of the Von Eric kids, uh, Kevin Von Eric's sons. Wrestles barefoot. I don't know how they do that. I don't know, man. I mean, Rusev broke his foot before he t- started wearing Jeez. boots, so just... maybe that's what needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, last week uh, we said if Apollo Cruz's stinky pinky doesn't make an appearance, we got to take it out. So we're gonna take that out the book this week. Okay. Um, Kurt Angle's doo run. That's gotta stay. Yeah. I mean, that he, the guy can't walk, Elio. He's a good friend of a show. He's made an appearance on the show, mm-hmm. but Kurt, you gotta call it quits. You can't German suplex anymore. You look like he's gonna do a no, doo-doo, he's, he's, run he's into he's the gonna, ring. He's gonna hurt himself or someone else. Yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah. And the new people in the book, the Lafayette, Louisiana crowd, it's gotta stay. Yeah. Um, Until they go Sam back. Roberts, Sam Roberts, <laughs> Chia pet look. Ch-ch-ch-chia, yes, this is staying. Um, and last but not least, Fruit Cups. You took out Tony Diaz, but you will not get out the book. Yeah, so you know you don't take out uh, you don't take out Tony Diaz and and not uh, pay the price. Exactly, you're gonna stay in the book. Oh yeah, you are. All right.
right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's enough for our show today. Make sure you tune in every Saturday for the Wrestling POV Podcast and iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, and Spotify, and iHeartRadio for free. And don't forget to check out every Wednesday. You get to check out the gentleman, Elio Canella, and the legend, TJ Logan, every Wednesday on Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss it. All right, I am your host, the third wheel, Rick Sorrell the third, along with the gentleman... Elio Canella. And the intern, Miguel Cole. Adios! Alright, we will see you next week. Love, peace, and wrestling. Peace out. Alright, and you know, normally we listen to Tony Diaz do 3 million different uh, songs for WWE. Well, you know what? We're going to do our song. And I think this just sums up how great of a show we had today. And it's... The three best friends that anyone can ever have. We're the three best friends that anyone can ever have. Miguel, we're the three best friends that anyone can ever have. We're the three best friends that anyone can ever have. Elio, we're the three best friends that anyone can ever have. We're the three best friends that anyone can ever have. Good night, people. Good night. We're the three best friends that anyone can ever have. We're the three best friends that anyone can ever have. We're the three best friends. Anyone can ever have. We're the three best friends that anyone can ever have. We're the three best friends that anyone can ever have. We're the three best friends that anyone can ever have.